would. What stands out to you today? Psalm 23, as you read this portion of Scripture, we've been placing an emphasis on Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. Now, today it might be that you woke up and you needed to be reminded that you had a shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. And maybe today you woke up and as you began to think about Psalm 23 or this week or whatever the case might have been, you needed to be reminded about the Lord's work in your life. The Lord is my shepherd. Again, placing an emphasis there and trying to make sure that you are not tuning out or uh, getting used to the simple fact of Psalm 23 just being another psalm. The shepherd, and you begin to think about that shepherd-sheep relationship here. And notice what the Bible says, six short verses here. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to encourage you this evening. This is going to be the last uh, evening as we spend Psalm 23 as a series. We'll be in this portion of the scripture. And we'll be starting a new series here in a couple of weeks. And as you come to Psalm 23, I pray that you have looked at it a little bit differently. Uh, that you're not looking at it with, with a closed viewpoint of, oh, it's just a psalm that we read or that we hear during a funeral setting. It's not just a psalm that we see on a plaque anytime we go into a Christian bookstore. It's not just a, a psalm that many uh, in this world know because, hey, it's just six short verses. It's just one of those. No, I pray that as you open the Word of God and you come to Psalm 23, that you immediately see that opening statement, the Lord is my shepherd, and it resonates. I pray that as you come to Psalm 23, you don't just look at it and say, oh, it's just another psalm. But no, this psalm is dealing with the shepherd-sheep relationship. And oh, that I have a shepherd that cares about this sheep. That I have a shepherd that would take the time to worry about not just that sheep and that sheep, but this sheep. I don't know about you, but when I come to the Word of God and I begin to dig a little bit deeper and the Lord begins to reveal just how vile and just how wicked and, and how, how I ought to be more thankful for what He's done in my life. I come to Psalm 23 and I think, man, we've already talked about it. Those sheep are not the brightest of animals. The shepherd has to tend to the sheep, especially whenever they get tipped over sometimes, whenever they've gone astray sometimes, whenever they need that oil rubbed on them and help them to understand that, hey, there is a shepherd that does care for them. And I'm thankful that when I open the Word of God and come to Psalm 23 that I find that there is a shepherd, a great shepherd that loves me. As you come to Psalm 23, I want you to notice a couple of things as we close out this series. We have dealt much with that opening statement, the Lord is my shepherd. We look at those five words right there and we place an emphasis. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is. It's present. It's now. It's not just was. It's not just going to be. He currently is your shepherd if you are a child of God. And if you've trusted the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you can claim Psalm 23 as your psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, that opening statement right there. And I want you to notice a couple of things as you come to this Psalm of David, some things that stand out concerning Psalm 23 and its importance. Number one, we see this David knew God. He knew his shepherd. I wonder this evening if you know your shepherd. You might know about your shepherd. There might have been a time in your life when you accepted Christ, your personal Savior, and in that moment you know that you were saved, but do you know him? It was Paul who made a uh, clear emphasis that he may know him, that it's a continuous growth of knowing your personal Savior. 
It's not just something that you have come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, and that's where it stops. The Christian life is just the beginning at salvation. You begin to see all that God has from you at that point. And we're living in a world today that we are living in a time when people are leading people to Christ and leaving them astray and saying, hey, you, you figure the rest out on your own. And I don't know about you, I'm grateful to God that I have a shepherd that brings me along and shows me all that he has for me. But David knew God. And David knew him personally. And as you think about your personal walk with the Lord in this psalm here, Psalm 23, how much do you truly know your shepherd? And do you spend time in prayer with him? Do you open the Word of God and say, Lord, reveal to me yourself today. And Lord, as you, as you open the Word of God, you're begging of God to deal with you and reveal to you all that He has for you and, and speak to you and, and show you what He has for you, the will of God for your life. And you personally know Him. And David, as you study his life, really wanted to know the Lord. Psalm 23 doesn't just reveal just how personal it was to David, but also how intimate it was to David. And David knew his shepherd. You know, there are, there are certain things, I look back on my life, and you think about that sheep-shepherd relationship, you think about our Heavenly Father, and, you know, I, I know my father, I know my stepfather, but there are, there are seasons where, growing up, that I would get to know my dad a little bit more. I would figure some things out about him, we would spend a little bit more time with him. And whenever I was a, a young child, my parents got a divorce, and I remember we would split time. We would go on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and every other weekend is what our, our visitation time was. And I remember growing up, there were those times whenever we would go and we would spend time with him, and there were some things that I learned quickly about my dad, his dislikes, his likes, the things that were habits to him, the things that, hey, were just no nonsense. I, the same thing with my, my stepfather. There were times whenever uh, we would learn those things. And can I share with you when, it was, when I would learn those things? It was when I was spending time with them. You think about your personal walk with the Lord. Now you think about those things that you begin to get into the Word of God and you grow closer personally to the Lord and you grow intimately closer to the Lord and you begin to realize just how wonderful of a shepherd he is. You know how you grow in those areas? You spend time with them. You know, it's, it's an amazing thing. There are Christians who get, who get frustrated or there are Christians who will say, you know what, I just don't, I don't have the, the, the personal relationship that others have with the Lord. Well, that's a decision you get to make. Don't blame another Christian for spending more time with God than you choose to. You see, every single day we get to open the Word of God and say if we want to spend time with the Lord in prayer and in the Word of God and we want to be faithful in these areas, or well, we don't. And David was one who, yes, David had some failures, but David also had some mountaintop experiences. You look at his life, you know that ultimately David knew God. He desired to walk with the Lord. And he says in this portion of Scripture, Psalm 23, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, these are statements in Psalm 23 that David is understanding because he has lived it out. There are personal experiences that each of us have in our walk with the Lord where we can relate to portions of Scripture and say, hey, I've lived that out. You're able to, whenever you think about the Lord talking about praying for us, you know that your Heavenly Father is praying for you. You know whenever it talks about casting the care and that burden being heavy, but you laid at the feet of Jesus, you know that He'll take that burden for you if you lived it out. You know those times whenever you're struggling and it's only by the grace of God that the strength of God in your life you're able to get through those seasons. Why? Because you've lived it out. You've seen God provide in times whenever you say, Lord, if you don't come through, I don't know what's going to happen. Why? Because God has shown you. You've lived those things out. You've been able to personally experience those things. David, in Psalm 23, is sharing some things that he's personally experienced. Why? Because he spent time with the Lord. 
Now, I don't know about you, whenever I am a 90-year-old, if I live to be that old, I want to be able to lay in my bed and be able to tell my great-grandchildren just how wonderful God was in my life because I lived a life that was close to the Lord. I want to be able to look back and say, listen, the Lord is good. Don't, don't, don't stray away. These are all of the many things that God did for me, and I know he can do them for you. Me and Ms. Dana, today we're talking, and she was asking about getting one of her Bibles rebound, and I have a Bible of my grandfather. She, I, I can't remember if you said it was your, your grandmother's that you have. Great-grandmother's. And I have shared this, but I have my grandfather's Bible at my house right this very moment, and sometimes whenever I'm down in my office, I'll just grab that Bible and thumb through it, and I'll read some of his notes. And I read those notes, and I wonder what God was doing in his life. What was taking place where he would write this note, and I flip all the way to the back, and I'll I'll see things that he wrote down, and I begin to think about the Lord dealing with my grandfather and him sitting in church services or sitting in his own chair. He would sit in the same chair every single night, and he would have a Klondike bar. He got me hooked on Klondike bars as a kid. Love Klondike. What would you do for a Klondike bar? And I love him, and I'll thumb through that Bible, and I'll just think, man, what was God doing in his life? And I began to realize quickly as I thumbed through that Bible that my grandfather, who passed away a couple of years ago, was he a perfect man? By means, no. But I'll say this. He chose to have a personal walk with the Lord. And as I go and I thumb through that Bible, I look back and I say, man, isn't the Lord good? Just as personal as God was to my grandfather, just as personal as my God is to my stepdad, the Lord is personal to me as well. And they chose at certain times in their lives to walk with the Lord, and I pray that they would continue, my, my stepdad would continue to do so, and that I personally was, as well would say, you know what, I want to know the Lord. I pray that Jackson and, and Charlie and Holly will grow to, to see that Daddy walked with the Lord and that Daddy knew the Lord, but they wouldn't just say, hey, my dad knows the Lord. No, that they would say, I want to know the Lord. And I ask you this evening, how many of you truly desire to know the Lord? You say, well, what can I do? Get in the Word of God. Spend time getting to know your Savior. Not only do we see that David knew the Lord, but David loved the Lord. And I I truly believe it. Notice with me in Psalm 23 what he says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. You ever looked at children, and children, they they don't mind telling you who their mama and daddy is. You know, you, you meet a child, and I mean, you go to the park sometimes, we've, we've gone to the park, and you'll just have random kids walk up to you, and they'll just start pointing, that's my mommy, and that's my, I mean, they're just, they're, they're excited to let people know who their parents are. And he starts out this, this psalm right here, he says, the Lord is my shepherd. And you go and you look at the life of David, you look at other individuals in scripture, and they weren't going to shy away by, from letting people know who their Lord was. The Lord is my shepherd. He lo- I truly believe he loves the Lord. Notice these statements that he's making right here. He says this, I shall not want. Why is, why is he not going to want? Because he knows the shepherd's going to take care of him. He says this, He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. All of these are personal statements. He's not saying he will lead you. He's saying he, he will lead me. He has led me. He leadeth me. He maketh me. He restoreth me. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Go all the way down, if you would. Verse number four, he says this. For thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Verse number six. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That statement, dwell, speaks of to be at home, to be in your comfort. 
I love coming to the house of God. Miss Jenny and I were standing over here just a little while ago before the service, and we were just chatting for just a few moments, and we were talking about how good the Lord has been to our church. I remember back in 2017, certain services and, and, and watching as you're, you're just standing there talking, all of a sudden, in, in about five minutes before a service, we say, hey, we need a special for tonight, and a group just gets together. I mean, that, that's, that's something that only the Lord could provide for a church. A group of people that at any given moment can, can just say, hey, let's get a group together. Servants where we, we say, hey, we, we, we've got a, a Sunday school teacher who's sick. Can you fill in? Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. What God has done in our church. And you begin to think about how good the Lord is. And notice this statement right here. He says, I will dwell to be at home in the house of the Lord forever. This statement of house in the house speaks of that household of the Lord forever. That's the desired end here. Now, I don't know about you, but, you know, I begin to think about what Brother Lancaster said last week. He said, when am I going to retire? He said, you'll see it in the obituary. He's going to keep going until he's just done. And you think about your own personal life. I want to keep trucking for the Lord until it's my time to go. I want to keep going and going and going until the Lord says, okay, you've completed your mission. You've done all that I need you to do. Now it's time to come home. You see, this is not our home. This, this, is, a pl- this is a temporary place that we're at right now. This is a place that we're just passing through. We're just pilgrims in this world. There's a home awaiting for us. David loved the Lord Notice with me the final thing that you see here. As you begin to think about the Lord and the shepherd-sheep relationship here, David, I believe, walked with the Lord. The Lord is my shepherd. Notice these statements. He maketh me to lie down. Now, again, this is not a forcing. This is not a pushing down. This is not a making in the sense of you will do this. This is a, the circumstances, the time, the season. It's so pleasant that it's, it's as though he couldn't help but do it. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. I have found that it's much easier to do the will of God if you're walking with the Lord. If you're not walking with God, you don't want to do it. Why? Because you want to do what you want to do. You want to do your own thing. You want to make sure that you're doing what what makes you happy only until you realize that, hey, what you've been doing this whole time isn't what makes you happy. Being happy is found in Jesus. And as you walk with the Lord and do the will of God for your life, you find that it's much easier to do His will. And as you come to this right here, you begin to realize that David walked with the Lord. And David here is making reference to some things that are things that can be uh, uh, something that we can relate to. As he says that statement, the Lord is my shepherd. He then goes on to say, I shall not want. We can find that peace with God that he is making reference to. I wonder this evening, not only do you know the Lord, and not only do you love the Lord, but are you walking with the Lord? Now, you're sitting there this evening and only you know that. No one tonight can walk up to you and say, hey, I know you're not walking with God. You know if you are or not. Even if you put on the front, even if you're doing things in such a way that it looks as though you're walking with God. I shared this in our Sunday school hour, but Brother Pauly just the other day was sharing a post and he made this statement. He said this, you can be doing a spiritual work in a spiritual place using spiritual gifts and still not be a spiritual person. Why? Because we know how to do the things that get people off our back. We know how to say the right things. We know how to walk the right way. We know how to please man. But the question is not, are you pleasing man? The question is this, are you pleasing God? What's your shepherd think about this? As you come to this portion of Scripture, Psalm 23, you come and you begin to see all of the many things the Lord has for you in your life. Last week we dealt with the simple fact that He has a plan for us and a place for us and a purpose for us. 
And this evening, you might have come to the house of God and you're saying, oh, the Lord doesn't have a plan for my life. No, he does. And I believe he has a a place for you. I believe he has a purpose for you. I've made reference to it many, many times, but a couple of years ago, Brother Garrison, whenever y'all moved here, you probably didn't even realize the plan that God was going to orchestrate. Saving two of your grandchildren, plugging you into a ministry, using your spiritual gifts to help us as a church be able to get everything up to par on a piece of property that the Lord was going to give us. You didn't realize all those things, but all along, he knew this. I know my, me and my wife need to move to Clarksville, Tennessee. You're a fool. What are you doing? You had a business. No, no, no. I know this is what the Lord has for me. I don't know about you, but that stirs me up. It stirs me up whenever from, from man's comprehension you look at things and you say, that don't make sense. All the while the Lord's saying, oh, you just wait. You just wait. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you all that I have for you. Can I share with you, the Lord desires to work in every single one of our lives. And every single one of us this evening have been placed in the ministry here at Gateway Baptist Church for a specific reason. You've been placed in your workplace for a specific reason. You've been placed in the neighborhood that you're living in for a specific reason. You have been placed in certain people's lives right this very moment for a reason, for a purpose, for a plan, for a time right this very moment. Can I ask you this question? Are you allowing the shepherd to lead you? Oftentimes, you begin to think about how we we bucket the will of God in our lives. We just recently got a new puppy. Nash is his name. And uh, I'm growing to love this dog. And one of the things that you know as puppies, whenever you first get a puppy, trying to take them on a walk is like wrestling a toddler. That dog is flipping and twirling and going crazy trying to get out of that collar. And the first about, I took him and Royal a couple of days ago, and I was trying to teach him that, hey, you will walk and you will listen. And so, I, I'm, I mean, he, he's, Royal's up there. Royal's looking back. He's ready to go. And Nash is back there. He's just fighting him. He's flipping. And he got out of the collar two or three times, and I had to stop, and I had to put that collar on him. And so finally I had to tighten the collar just a little while, and as I'm, I'm uh, walking him along, I'm, I'm showing him what he's supposed to do. But how many of us, that picture that you're picturing right this very moment, how many of us is that, is that us? Lord's trying to show you along. Lord's trying to bring you along. And all the while, you're fighting him and you're flipping and you're turning. You're saying, I don't want to do this. All the while, the Lord's saying, trust me. Shepherd-sheep relationship. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I ask you this again. How many of you truly know your shepherd? You might even know Psalm 23. You say, I could quote Psalm 23. That doesn't matter. I don't care if you can quote it or not. Do you know Jesus Christ? See, I know him as my personal Savior. That's great. Do you know him? You see, a lot of us, after we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior, we think, oh, there's nothing else to it. No. Do you know Him? Do you walk with Him? And do you know Him personally? Are you, are you intimately getting to know the Lord? And does it, does it stir your heart whenever you just know that you can spend time with your Lord and Jesus Christ, your Savior? Do you, do you walk with Him? Do you love Him? There are many times in our lives where we will, we will say we love the Lord, but our life reveals something else. And I wonder tonight, and I don't know about you, but in my personal life, I want to not only know the Lord, but as I grow to know the Lord, I want to fall more and more in love with Him. I want to walk with Him. And so can I encourage you, as you walk through Psalm 23 in your own time, we've been in this this portion of Scripture for seven weeks. And some of you have said, 
reading it slowly and really trying to comprehend it has opened it up to you because far too often we look at Psalm 23 and we just quote, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, he lead it, and you just go through it. As you slow down, you say, no, no, no. He truly is my shepherd. I truly don't have to want. You know what? He, he, he does lead me and he does make me. You know what? I, I will not fear evil for it because he is with me. Man, surely goodness and mercy. You begin to think and you walk through Psalm 23 and you say, you know what? That's my shepherd. That's my Savior. And I wonder tonight as you walk through Psalm 23 in your own personal walk, if you've been revealed as the Lord has been dealing with you and the Lord has impressed upon your heart, you know what? That's my shepherd. Here's my last question. What kind of sheep are you? What kind of sheep are you? Are you a sheep that is knowing the Lord and growing in your walk with the Lord and walking with Him and loving Him? Or are you the sheep that's over here you're trying to get out. You're fussing and you're twirling and you're trying to buck at the will of God for your life as the shepherd is trying to lead you. Could I encourage you, the greatest thing that you can do is yield your life to the Lord on a daily basis and watch what God could do. Allow the Lord to bring you along. What kind of sheep are you? Lord, we do thank you tonight. Lord, we thank you for your grace and mercy. Lord, as we have many, many times walked through Psalm 23, Lord, as we close out this portion of Scripture this evening, Lord, we must ask ourselves that question. What kind of sheep are we? Are we the sheep that is maybe a lazy sheep? Are we the sheep that is a a disgruntled sheep? Are we a bitter sheep? Are we an angry sheep? Are we a happy sheep? Are we a joyful sheep? Lord, as you try to lead us and guide us and direct us and show us all that you have for us, far too often, if we're not careful, Lord, if we don't yield our lives to you, we bucket the will of God for our lives. Lord, we're fighting against it. Lord, I pray that you would help us this evening. Lord, I pray that you'd guide us and direct us. Lord, that as we have made reference to Psalm 23 multiple times over the last seven weeks now, Lord, that you have shown us exactly what it is you desire for us. Lord, may we slow down when we open the Word of God and be intent about not only reading it, but really, Lord, begging and pleading with you to speak to us. Lord is my shepherd. Lord, I'm thankful for you. I'm thankful for your dealings in my life. And Lord, what you've done. Lord, I thank you for salvation. I thank you for the wife and the children that you've given me. I thank you for the church that you've allowed me to pastor. I thank you for the many blessings, Lord, of what you're doing right this very moment in our church. Thank you for our, our, our church members and our church family. I thank you for the visitors. I thank you for this city. And Lord, the, the great open door that you have for us. Lord, I pray that you would continue to guide us and direct us. And Lord, that we would walk with you. Lord, I thank you for the simple statement that is found in the first five words. The Lord is my shepherd. Lord, may we take those words serious. The Lord is my shepherd and live it out. Help us, Lord, to not only know you, to love you and to walk with you. For it's in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen.